politics, sports, entertainment? Yeah, we've got that. It's WKOK Sunrise on News Radio 1070 WKOK and WKOK.com. Thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. Super glad to see all of you on the radio. Also very glad to look through the glass and see Rob Center is there taking fabulous care of us uh, as a producer. So we always appreciate uh, his help and hard work. On the news line with us now is Joe Kent, Snyder County Commissioner Chairman, also Chairman of the Snyder County Election Board, and he is helping out. Out. Uh, a lot of times commissioners just kind of observe what's going on. Other times they <laughs> uh, they uh, what stand off to the side and, and uh, supervise. But in this particular case, touching things, making stuff happen, coordinating, clackety-clacking on the computer, making calls. And What else are you doing these days to make sure that the Snyder County election goes smoothly, Joe? Well, I got, I got to practice my alphabet uh, Friday, Mark, as I uh, alphabetized all of the uh, incoming ballots for Friday and, uh, you know, had to do my ABCs to make sure I got them in order. But, uh, you know, that was, that was interesting, uh, having a whole table full of ballots and, uh, you know, sorting them by precinct and then uh, alphabetizing them so we're ready for Election Day to uh, do what they call the uh, pre-canvas, opening up those outer envelopes and then uh, getting ready to open the secrecy envelopes for all of the many volunteers that we will have helping us on Election Day uh, for that part of the process, which is now uh, a new part of the process, obviously, with the uh, absentee and expanded absentee and mail-in balloting process uh, in Pennsylvania, which has, uh, you know, as someone who was not necessarily against that, uh, I can tell you it has been an absolute nightmare trying to keep up with all of it. I mean, our staff has done just an incredible job working uh, an inordinate amount of hours to make sure that everybody is getting their ballots on time and uh, being able to follow the process online as you can. But it has been unbelievable, the amount of work involved. Give us some sense of the numbers involved in this volume of mail-in requests and mail-in ballots that are coming in. Well, I mean, you think about it, we have processed now uh, you know, absentee applications and mail-in absent, absent, uh, mail-in and absentee apl- applications for the voters. Uh, over 5,600, I believe, we're at now as of Friday uh, or Saturday, and I know uh, we'll get a number of them today and tomorrow. As uh, tomorrow is the last day, uh, thankfully, uh, to <laughs> process and uh, submit your absentee ballot application. Uh, and obviously tomorrow will be one week away from the election, so you can imagine there's a lot of things that have to happen in a very short amount of time as that application has to be gone over, make sure it's correct, make sure it's accurate, and then process that ballot for the voter, get that out to them, and then expect them to get it back to us uh, by election day is a lot of work to happen in a very short amount of time. So, yeah, about 5,600 applications we've processed thus far in Snyder County. And uh, you can figure every application is at least two different pieces of paper that have to be mailed out, uh, including some others, because there's a secrecy envelope, there's a regular envelope, there's the envelope in which it comes out to you. So if you uh, do the math, that means we've processed well over 20,000 pieces of paper just to help handle those 56 applica- 5,600 applications. And tell us, how many registered voters are there in the county? I always think of about 20,000 or so. My yeah, we're, we're about 22,000 uh, registered voters, give or take. Um, I'd have to look at the exact number. We've had a, a great deal of people register to vote this year, obviously, which is good. 
Uh, we love to see people involved in the process, but um, you know, the as I said, uh, I, I really do hope, and I and I am pushing. Uh, I will be pushing our legislature to take a good hard look at the mail-in process and how we are doing things. I think we've learned a lot. Uh, as I sat next to the governor when he signed Act 77, uh, you know, in Harrisburg back in October of last year. Uh, obviously, I was there to support that bill, and it was a compromise bill. So I always say when it's a compromise bill, there's something in it that everyone can hate. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, it was, a, it was a step forward. It's the first reform for elections that we've seen in Pennsylvania in over 80 years. So it was obviously time for some reform. But I think every time we do a long-term wait and then process and, and, and do an upgrade to reform, you're always going to have some mistakes along the way. And I think we're seeing a lot of those things that can be better implemented statewide in the process. And that's what I want to work on with our legislature to make sure that we refine the many changes that we've made through Act 77 uh, and get some things that are you know, maybe problematic for processing and uh, fulfilling the applications and the ballots, that we make them more streamlined and we do it a little bit better even so. Is it a matter of a, a brand new process and an extremely high volume, or is this just a flawed process that really needs to be revised? We know mail-in ballots are here to stay, most likely anyway, but uh, are you just overwhelmed with volume, or has this process got some glitches in it? Uh, I mean, the volume is definitely an issue. Here's the problem, Mark. You know, our offices have been set up for many, many years to handle Election Day um, processes. And so we've, we've always done that well, and we continue to do that well, uh, despite the fact that we now have over 20,000 pieces of paper to, fa- to file and handle and process and check and double-check. And so, you know, for, to do that with the same amount of staffing with no additional monies from the state to process the, and to hire those people it's been a very a very big challenge and so we have relied on the help of volunteers uh we have had to pull people from other offices that are now giving up that work that they normally would be doing to help make sure that we get everything out on time in the election process and that has been a real challenge and and we've we've succeeded at getting things out on time the problem however is now we have lost other work in the courthouse from those folks who have helped us to get the elections done because you know like i said to our elections director friday you know it doesn't matter i mean at this point whatever the cost is it is because we've got to make sure that we do a good job on you know producing and for and and uh, fulfilling our duties as an election board and you know if that means we have to pay someone else more money that's what we have to do because right now all that matters is getting the election done on time and making sure everybody's vote counts and, and that's been our goal from day one. However, you know, there's no additional funding outside of a little bit of COVID money that we've gotten for the election this time around. Um, you know, we don't have any additional revenue to help us hire those extra people. And so that's one of the many things that we're going to have to look at at the state level, you know, through legislation. Do we change things? Do we Can we streamline, that, streamline them and make them better? Um, so that we don't have that rush of influx of ballots and and up against tight timelines. I mean, uh, our state association has been fighting and will continue to fight, I'm sure, for a longer period of time for the deadline. Like right now, tomorrow is the deadline to receive an application. That gives us less than seven days 
the process, a ballot application, get it out, get the ballot back. We wanted to move that deadline back 15 days before the election. And we will continue to fight for that because we need at least two weeks to get all that paperwork done, get it out to the voter, and then have give them time to get it back to us. I mean, obviously, uh, we've got the state Supreme Court ruling. Of course, our state Supreme Court uh, usually goes along with anything Governor Wolf wants anymore uh, and has done that in this case, uh, making sure that ballots will count up to three days after the election. Uh, that doesn't that does not follow state law. I mean, uh, that's that's a completely erroneous uh, decision, in my opinion. As a private citizen, I'd say that's not good because we're not following the law. However, that's what the Supreme Court has said in Pennsylvania. And until such a time that the federal uh, Supreme Court decides to take that up and change it, um, that's, that stands. And so ballots will be counted up until three days after the election, which is just a nightmare when you're trying to decide and see who won a national election. Uh, I don't think people in the United States have that kind of patience, quite honestly. We want to know. We, you know, we are a now society. I want what I want, and I want it now, whether you agree with that or not. <laughs> um, people don't want to wait to find out who won. The deadline for people that uh, have done this process of voting in person, well, because the mail-in application deadline is tomorrow, so this idea of going to the courthouse and and voting in person right then and there, uh, that ends tomorrow then, too. That is correct. And and so uh, one of the things I would tell people is, if you plan to come in and file an absentee or mail-in ballot application and you plan to vote at the courthouse right away, Please give yourself some time. We had 48 people who voted uh, on Friday at the courthouse, and there was a considerable line of people waiting to vote. And so just be prepared to wait in line to vote if you come into the courthouse. And here's the ironic thing. If you go to the polls on Tuesday, November the 3rd, is there going to be a line? There might be. I know there has been in in previous uh, presidential elections. But, um, you know, it's, it's funny that, and I, I love the fact that people have more options. Uh, I think that's good for today's society where we're all so busy. But uh, I also find it ironic that, you know, as for those of that are, you know, health conscious, they're uh, maybe a little bit elderly with the pandemic, this has been a godsend at a perfect time for those folks that have pre-underlying conditions and don't want to go out into the public. I completely understand that, and I think it's wonderful that they have the option of the mail-in ballot to to vote. Uh, However, if you're willing to go to the grocery store and you're willing to go to Walmart, uh, I can tell you, and we said this in the primary, our polling places will be as safe as going to the grocery store, if not safer, because our staff has done an incredible job getting their hands on all the PPEs that we need to make sure we're protecting not only the voters, but our poll workers who will be there for 13 hours on next Tuesday. One of the things that has changed this year is a couple of polling places in Sealands Grove. I, I, we had a brief conversation about this earlier, and I wrote down that uh, the first ward in Sealands Grove is going to be St. Paul's Lutheran Church. The second ward is the All Saints Episcopal Church. And the third ward voting will take place at the Snyder County East Office building that you have set up there. Did I grab all of that uh, new information correctly? That is correct, Mark. So uh, if you uh, if if the fir- if the June primary was your first time voting in person, 
if you were at Seals Grove, if you're in Seals Grove number three, you're perfectly fine going there again. If you're in Seals Grove one or two, you will go to a different location. You'll be going back to the traditional places where we normally vote uh, because Act 12, which was a, a legislation passed back in the spring, primarily for dealing with the pandemic, that expired. And so we are no longer allowed to consolidate polling places because of the uh, coronavirus pandemic. So that does go back to the way it normally was. Uh, and those uh, traditional polling places will be in effect for Sealands Grove 1 and 2. And finally, I'm, one more question. Are you getting a lot of calls from individuals that say, I have a question, uh, or I changed, you know, I mailed in my ballot, now I want to change my mind, or um, I got my mail-in ballot, but I'm not going to turn it in in time. Can I just vote in person? Uh, tell me about the frequently asked questions. Sure. So, you know, one of the questions that we do get a lot is, you know, people change their mind. I got my mail-in ballot because I got, you know, ten- Here's a, and here's a fallacy. A lot of people think that, and I see this on the Internet all the time on Facebook, people say, my daughter-in-law got eight ballots mailed to her. No. Uh, most likely she got eight ballot applications mailed to her, none of which came from the county elections office. Even though they have the county elections office address on, which they should, none of them were mailed out by the county elections office. Those were all mailing pieces that folks receive from different political action committees from different political parties, from different candidates might be. Um, all of them sent out on their own dime. Has, the county has nothing to do with them. And quite frankly, they've done nothing but cause us a lot of heartache because people are confused. And that's surely understandable. Um, but for those people that have mailed or have received a mail-in ballot, make sure you mail back your ballot or you drop it off. This is the very safest way to make sure that ballot is going to get to where it needs to get on time without fail is to hand it through our window which has been a very successful uh accomplishment that we've done and it actually is proven as a model statewide we've you've seen a lot on different news sources uh is a window a walk-up window at the courthouse we have a doorbell there we have signage there you can't miss it and you can hand your ballot right through the window the elections office staff will make sure you are uh the person that's filing the ballot for the ballot that's being dropped off you must return your own ballot by yourself. You cannot deliver your spouse's ballot or anyone else's ballot. Um, but that is the very safest way to make sure that ballot is going to get where it needs to get. I've had some complaints about the Postal Service. Once again, we do not control the Postal Service. Everyone <laughs> knows that, but I'm reminding everyone I have no control over whether something gets back to us in time if it goes through the Postal Service. Joe, I expect um, you to... But if you get it out today, hopefully it's going to get back to us by next Tuesday uh, without a problem. So, uh, now one thing that our county did that other counties did not do necessarily, we actually put, and this took longer to do it, and cost us a few cents more, but we actually placed first-class stamps on every piece of uh, mail-in, ballot applica- or mail-in ballot envelope that went out to make sure that we have a first-class postage on everything that comes back to us for your official ballot. Uh, that was twofold. Number one, it puts more priority on that piece of mail to make it in a timely manner. Number two, it will be postmarked, guaranteed it'll be postmarked, so that if the, the federal Supreme Court should reverse the decision of the state Supreme Court, we are now covered because we will have a physical postmark 
on the ballots returned and make sure that every ballot is counted that should be counted. Gotcha. Okay. Well, we're going to have to leave it there, but uh, I am sure individuals have more questions. What's the number to call at the Snyder County Courthouse for the election office if they have a question? So, 570-837-4207 is our main number. Uh, please be patient with our folks. We are very busy, and we expect to be super busy today and tomorrow. So if you're coming in or you're calling in, please be patient, but we will get everyone served. And by all means, feel free to give us a call if you have any questions. Well, thank you, Joe. Keep in touch. You have an open mic here anytime. Uh, it's uh, interesting to see that so far, about a quarter of the registered voters have expressed an interest in voting by mail. So it should be interesting Things to s- see what those uh, numbers add up as. So we'll keep in touch. Thank you so much, Joe. Do keep in touch. You bet. That is Joe Kantz. He is the uh, Snyder County Commissioner, Chairman, and Chairman of the Snyder County Election Board.